may not be aware that um, we have a lectionary that we follow. It has an Old Testament reading, a psalm, um, one of the letters, Romans was today, and then a gospel. So we don't choose these scriptures for a particular Sunday. We just follow it. Um, had I looked at them, I probably would have gone ahead and had David do it anyway because of the, the toughness of him. But David, you'll come forward. Um, I just want you to know that. And, uh, and for those of you who are new to it, um, David Walton has been with us for a number of years, and um, we've been hearing his heart for the Lord through his worship and his music. And I appreciate you, David, willingness to come forward and be one of our community voices. So, Thank you. Can you hear me okay? Very good. Well, happy Independence Day weekend. When I first selected this weekend, I kind of had an anticipation, well, it's going to be a low Sunday, so won't be as many people to have to get in front of. <laughs> well, it didn't quite work out that way, but that's okay. The early service helped me feel comfortable and loved, and so I will say that uh, though I help with the music a lot, I feel comfortable with that. Being up in front of you is not my, my most comfort zone. So it's been a long time since I've got up and d delivered a, a talk like this before where I had to put my thoughts down and try to be cohesive about it. And uh, I'd probably feel better if I could get one of Gabe's guitars and hide behind it this morning, but I, I'll, I'll, make, I'll hide behind the podium. How about that? So it's, uh, like I said, I'm not a music professional. I, I love to volunteer and help. I've done that through the years. And uh, always glad to help when I'm asked. And I'm not a professional speaker, preacher, or theologian, but I'm glad to help and participate as part of the community voices. And I appreciate Father Robert asking me to uh, participate. It's kind of stretched me. And I pray that whatever I say today, you'll, you'll be blessed, you'll be encouraged, and something that you can take home with you to be an encouragement and help in your life. Uh, Karen and I have been members of this church for since 2019, and before that we were long-term members of Christ Anglican in Mobile. And so consequently, we knew Father Mark, Father Robert through all the associations, and uh, it, it's good to be here as part of this family. I appreciate their leadership. I appreciate being able to work with Gabe on the music. He's such a great brother. I tell you what, we're so blessed. And uh, somewhere along the way, I got to meet Wendell Kimbrough when he first moved to this area. Most of you that have been here a while know Wendell really helped establish us in the Psalms and the worship. He wrote almost every one of the Psalm refrains that we do on Sundays. Not all, but most of them. So it was a great thing, that he, what he's done to build this, this culture of worship and worship with the Psalms. And uh, so it kind of makes it easy on us to follow through in that. Anyway... So I'm going to leave the Matthew passage to the professionals, if you don't mind, and all the other heavy theology, and I'm going to center on, no surprise, the psalm. <laughs> kind of fits my alley, doesn't it? Right up my, my alley. So uh, the words to the refrain that we did, you built your kingdom on steadfast love and justice is your throne. I will sing, O Lord, of your faithfulness, make your glory known. It's Wendell's paraphrase of how he put that all together, what's in the psalm. And although I'm going to focus on the first verse of Psalm 89, I would like to read the first four verses to kind of give us a little context. 
I will sing of the mercies or the steadfast love of the Lord forever. With my mouth, I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I said, steadfast love will be built up forever. In the heavens, you will establish your faithfulness. You have said, I've made a covenant with my chosen one. I've sworn to David, my servant. I will establish your offspring forever and build your throne for all generations. The Psalm 89 is big on the kingdom and on the covenant of God that he's called for us, for his people. And all these terms that we've got throughout here about uh, the steadfast love, the mercies of the Lord, I'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, singing is an important thing. We're a church that sings, and I'm grateful for that. I don't have to coax you into it. And, uh, you've had good training. The dictionary, believe it or not, I looked it up for fun, to utter words or sounds in succession with musical modulations of the voice to vocalize melodically. We all know what it means to sing. Uh, here's another definition. To produce melodious sounds, usually high in pitch, as certain birds or insects. We all hear about the birds singing? I heard them this morning when I got out of the vehicle to come in here. I love to hear the birds sing every morning. Uh, I love that great hymn, uh, the one that says, uh, this is my father's world. He said, the birds their carols raise. Isn't that sweet? The birds even, and the insects sing to the Lord. And here's another definition of singing. To tell about or praise someone or something in verse or song. You've been in a room and somebody comes along and they say, oh, we were just singing your praises. They weren't la, 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 la. Yeah. <laughs> we were just talking about what a blessing you are or how good of a work you do or what a great friend you are. We sing praises and that's not wrong in that context, is it? It's good to encourage and brag on each other. It's good to encourage mostly and brag on Jesus and all his wonderful things about him that he does for us and how he's so faithful. We're commanded to sing and worship him. Uh, what we do up here is not a performance, as you know. I'm grateful to be in a church that we, we put the, the emphasis where it belongs is on singing to the, to the Lord and for all of us together. We, we try to do our best with songs that, that you can sing along with, that you can join in with, but not for you to sit back and just listen to, but for you to engage and come into a real experience with God on Sundays, and we trust that you do. There's another couple of verses, well, let's just say translations I like to look at uh, of Psalm 81.9. The message says, your love, O God, is my song, and I'll sing it. I'm forever telling everyone how faithful you are. I'll never quit telling the story of your love. King James Version, I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. With my mouth will I make known thy faithfulness to all generations. Do any of you remember that old praise chorus based on that? I will sing of the mercies of the Lord. Yeah, anyway, forever. Those are great because it really helped us in the days to really bring God's word into our hearts, our minds. I mean, to this day, and I'm 67 years old, I remember that from when I was a youth. And some of you can say the same, and the same with the hymns that we, we've had. And uh, I'm grateful for some of the great hymns that have endured and that we try to keep those in focus here too. Uh, great is thy faithfulness, one of my favorites. 
morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I've needed, thy hand hath provided. Great is thy uh, faithfulness, Lord, unto me. It's so good to look back and see uh, the morning by morning, his mercies are new every morning. Aren't you glad you have God's mercies every morning? I know I am. I tell you what. So God is faithful to us. And he's given us these, these terms to learn from, uh, mercies, faithfulness, kindness, steadfast, unchanging love. It's great to be walking in all those, to, to experience his mercies. And sometimes we just think of them as strictly within the, the context of merciful as being forgiven of our sins, which is a very important part we'll talk about in a second. But these concepts that are in the psalm are covenant terms that they're terms that God enacts because he's become committed to us as his people. He called the people out of the nation of Israel. He called his people in the church. We're part of that. And he's faithful, even if we're not. But he's, he's, he's got the mercies toward us, his faithfulness, his kindness, his unchanging love. He's called us to be a family. And that's on an individual and a collective base. How are some of the ways that God's faithful to us? I'm sure you can think of a lot too. I think of the first one in forgiveness of sins. We, we use the scripture, 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Because we in our human state are separated from God because of our sins. And I know you all know this, but I love to, to think on it and meditate on it, that in our own abilities, we could not achieve favor with God. But what he did by sending Jesus on the cross, sacrificing his life for us, and when we come to that place where we realize we need the Savior, I can't do this on my own. I can only be right with God through the shed blood of Christ. Jesus paid the price for us. We come to the place where we can respond and receive him as our Savior and Lord. Uh, I told a story earlier about uh, a delegation of Christian leaders that went over to England in the 1800s to hear some preachers that were very famous. And earlier in the Sunday, they went to hear some preacher that I don't know the name, but they came away from that service saying, man, what a great preacher that was. He was phenomenal the way he expounded on the word and taught the word and it was so stirring and moving. What a great preacher. That evening, they went to the Metropolitan Tabernacle in London and heard the great preacher Charles H. Spurgeon. They came away from that service saying, what a great savior we have. And I just think that's what it's all about. It's about Jesus. Whatever we sing about, whatever we preach about, it's not about our abilities. It's not about how good we are at it. It's not about how good we are as preachers or singers. It's about Jesus. And it's about us being in the family together. So... I will sing of the steadfast love of the Lord forever. He's faithful to walk with us through hard times. This is a very big thing. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, in one of our community voices, Mike Harding spoke, and uh, each one of the ones we've had so far have just been phenomenal. If, if you haven't got to hear some of them, I'd encourage you to either go back on the, the YouTube or Facebook or what's even easier is go to, we have a podcast, Church of the Apostles podcast, that is just the sermon only on that. 
and you can hear it very clearly. And uh, I like to do that a lot, refer back to them. But uh, So each one has had some great thoughts and seems to always tie in with what I'm saying even. But Mike brought out the correlation between where Jesus broke the bread and he said, it's taken, blessed, broken, and given. And he tied together the idea of how we're all broken. Jesus was broken, we're broken. And how our brokenness can help one another. I know everybody goes through hard times. Uh, when we go through deep pain, hurt or confusion, sickness, depression, loss of a spouse or a loved one, many of us have experienced this. Divorce, there's hard times. Walking in life is not easy. It's a challenge. It's not, it's, it's not always you know, great times and fun and praise the Lord, hallelujah, all the time. There's difficult times. Uh, I love the, I love the uh, line in Amazing Grace that says, through many dangers, toils, and snares, I have already come. His grace has brought me thus, uh, safe thus far, and grace will lead me home. And those of us that, if you're going through hard times now, I'm so glad we've got the Stephen ministry coming out now that feel free to find somebody that'll just listen to you, walk with you through it. That's part of what the covenant's about. It's about being in the family together and we're here to help one another. I'm grateful that we have that, that you can talk to someone and come alongside you. And uh, I know it's helped me through the years to have friends and people to pray with me. Psalm 23 says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you're with me. Uh, we have friends that have just recently passed away and the Lord's holding their hand. But there's times when we also feel like we're going to die on this earth. We're going through things. I feel like I'm going to die. The Psalms are full of that. As Wendell was great to teach about and, and express that uh, our laments before the Lord. is faithful also to bring us to maturity. Like I said, it's a process. It's not just a one-time thing when we come to Christ, but walking through our life, through the hard times and everything, he uses those things to bring maturity in our lives. Uh, Philippians 1.6 says, I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. And, and I like to think that these characteristics of God's covenant, his His unfailing love, his, his faithfulness, that we can work them out in our lives too. We can express that to others. And when I say I'm going to do something, people will know, yes, we can trust this person. I know you, you feel the same for yourself too, that we can have the same mercies on others. He's very faithful by placing us in this family. Like I mentioned, it's not just about me and Jesus. It's about me and Jesus and the family of God. He's placed us in a local, local relationships, in a community, and also in the worldwide body of Christ. Uh, we serve and help one another here locally, and, and that's what's so important about church attendance, not just coming to go to this church on Sunday and coming to sing and worship only, but the friendships you make and the support you have during the week and the groups you engage in with the scriptures. It's so good to be part of this. Uh, we're all at different places now, and I know there's times when uh, you may have been through something and you may not, and you come to this church and you may not be ready to get too involved. You may be introverted, and that's okay. 
There's times for us to grow and to be healed and receive. Same as with singing. We're supposed to sing, but there's times you may just need to be quiet and let the singing of the body of Christ encourage your heart and help lift you through the things that we go through. So we're at different places. We can sing and worship together, but we're part of this worldwide body of Christ. It's larger than, than just our little group, our Anglican denomination, our nation, our family, or our political views. We're part of something really big. When we gather together locally, we're also gathering with the body of Christ around the world and with heaven and earth. I love how when we pray the, the Eucharistic prayers, how, how we're joined with all saints and angels together. This is, this is not just us here. It's not just us here in America. Yeah. It's we're joining together. Oh, and I love the prayers of the people. Anybody else? <laughs> we pray for the hurting. Those in our midst, those that we know. We pray for our leaders. We pray for our civic leaders. We pray for our persecuted brothers and sisters around the world. Now, a lot of these, most of these are people we'll never meet personally. But they're our brothers and sisters, aren't they? We're one family. Y'all bear with me. Uh, recently, uh, I got to go on a trip just the last few weeks. And uh, I am, a, uh, by trade, I'm a decorative painter. I don't do music for a living, as I mentioned. But I was called to do a project in France, of all places. Because, I mean, I've had people call me to go to Montgomery in Birmingham, you know, Pensacola, <laughs> Odo Island, you know, I do all this regularly, but, but to go, but go to the south of France, to Cannes, uh, but it, it was a great experience, and I, I located a church there that's in Cannes, it's an Anglican church, and it's English-speaking, and so I worked it out where I could go, and, and wow, that was just so great just to be among people not only could speak English, <laughs> that helped a little bit for me, but just a lot of Brits there, some from Australia, people from all over, a lot of Lebanese believers. And uh, it was great. And I, I recognized most of the songs too. That's pretty cool. Uh, there was one that I did not recognize that I think came from England. It was a little praise chorus that just spoke to me. And it said, as we are gathered, Jesus is here. One with each other, Jesus is here. Joined by the Spirit, washed in the blood, part of the body, the church of God. As we are gathered, Jesus is here. And it kind of blew me away that here I was on the other side of the world, worshiping with other family members that I'd never met before, but we're... we're gathered together, the body, the church of God. Excuse me. <laughs> but uh, that was a blessing and, and uh, was able to meet the temporary pastor there who's there just until they get someone else. But uh, come to find out, though he was Irish, he's been serving in the States for a number of years. And uh, we end up knowing people. And uh, actually, he and his wife are friends with a missionary couple that we support here, Matt and Katie Riley that served in the northern part of France somewhere, I believe. And I'd met Matt before, but I didn't really know him well. But it's just a small world, isn't it? And got to spend some time with this couple, and then uh, they're going to be back in the States before long, and Karen and I are probably going to meet up with them in Georgia 
in the fall when we go up there because that's where they've retired to. Uh, and they're part of an Anglican church up there in Athens, Georgia. So it's just cool to see the family of God. We're all over the world. We will sing of the steadfast love and the mercies of the Lord and his faithfulness. He's faithful to bring us together. I can't stop bragging about Jesus, what he's done. As Charles Spurgeon gave the message and these men said, what a savior, what a savior we have in Jesus. And I can't say enough good about him. And hopefully you know him too. But if not, there's people here that can help you with that. Uh, so let us keep singing his praise forever. Let's love God with all of our hearts, love our neighbors as ourselves. Let us go forth and be his witnesses in all the earth so that he may be glorified and he may draw all to himself and that his kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Amen.